I'm Jack Zemlicka, and welcome to this episode of our 2017 Precision Farming Dealer podcast series. Today's program, Keys to Building Your Precision Business Brand, is once again being brought to you by Farmer's Edge. If you're tuning in for the first time, I'd encourage you to subscribe to this series, currently available in iTunes, the Google Play Store, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio. Or if there's another app you prefer for listening to podcasts, let us know. We'll make every effort to get it listed here as well. And by subscribing, that will allow you to get an alert when upcoming episodes in this series are released and the opportunity to go back and review earlier episodes in this series. I also urge you to mark your calendars and plan to attend the upcoming Dealership Mind Summit, August 1st and 2nd in Omaha, Nebraska. The theme of this dealer-only event is Roadmap to Mastering Equipment Remarketing and will feature a mix of general sessions, panel presentations, and roundtable discussions. Space is limited and you can visit www.dealershipmindsummit.com for more information and updates. Thanks again to Farmer's Edge, proud to partner with dealers across the United States to unlock exceptional opportunities for their farm customers. Through innovative technology and field-centric tools, their whole farm smart solution will strengthen your platform and enhance your customer relations. Grow opportunities for your customers and become a representative for Farmer's Edge today. Visit them at FarmersEdgeUSA.com slash become a representative or call them at 952-582-1398. Well, precision specialists pride themselves on being reliable and earning the respect of their customers. Having accompanied specialists on farm visits, most encounters begin and end with a handshake and a visible trust reinforced by a job well done. But precision specialists are often spread pretty thin, selling and servicing technology. Building their dealership's brand and reputation can be an organic process and not necessarily a priority. In an increasingly competitive field, specialists need to be effective marketers of their services, says Hannah Long, marketing manager at Four Rivers Equipment in Greeley, Colorado. In today's Precision Farming Dealer podcast brought to you by Farmer's Edge, we welcome Hannah in to share keys and difficulties to effectively communicating a consistent marketing message for a precision department and why simplicity is a proven path to connecting with customers. and I'm the marketing manager at Four Rivers Equipment. Um, I, I just wanted to start out with a quick question. What, um, if you, you could raise your hands if you guys have a marketing manager on staff. All right. Now the second question is how, uh, raise your hand if you um, work really, really well with that, with that marketing manager. Okay, well that's good. All right. Um, Typically, over the years, I've talked to quite a few of you, and that was not always the case. <laughs> um, there were some uh, challenges that we had with um, talking to marketing folks about um, what you guys are doing in the precision ag um, uh, section of the business. 
Uh, and so today I'm going to go over what uh, both Chase and I, my ISM at Four Rivers, have done to try to bridge that gap and, and try to schedule regular meetings um, to really make sure that we're covering all bases. So some common issues are that we have multiple communication needs. I'm the type of person that needs to know everything but a little of it just so I know what's going on. Um, that way I'm clearly communicating the full picture when I'm sending something out um, in the mail or on Facebook, wherever it may be, but I really want to know the details so I don't leave anything out. Um, precision Ag Language, I mean, you guys have your own acronyms um, depending on the brand. Uh, that's really hard to communicate to customers sometimes as things change. Um, so we're trying to find a way that makes that change a little bit more consistent. And then finally, daily updates. So these are the ones that I personally hate as a marketing manager. I get a sales bulletin sent to me. No offense, Chase. Um, I get a sales bulletin sent to me, um, and it says, you know, all these very descriptive things from Deer are out, and um, there's a price point on there that I'm not sure if that's the price point we want to go with. Um, I don't really know the call to action, what we want our customers to do, but I'm supposed to advertise this. So where do I go from there, right? So we started um, to go down the path of just meeting and um, creating a sales manual. And the sales manual is really meant to um, give me some general ideas about where we're going in this department. Um, and it's also to, to plan, you know, we talked about that yesterday of making sure we have a plan moving forward. So the sales manual will cover a couple things. Effective dates. So the effective dates don't have to be very long. We're planning on meeting every three months to make sure the offerings that we have established are actually you know, still relevant um, to our new market. Um, a why statement. So this is why is your business investing in this de department? And these seem like very high level things. They, th they seem like very silly things to define. But what it allows me to do as the marketing manager is develop our brand, develop our message to our customers, um, and, and make sure that we're conveying that throughout all materials that we're putting out. Um, the very last one is the overview. So we'll get back to this one, but it's really important in what we're doing um, at Four Rivers to establish a consistent message um, no matter what um, time of year it is. All right, so the part, part two of the sales manual is really going over the sales strategy. So that's defining who's responsible for what. Is, it, is your service department responsible for taking phone calls? You know, are they, uh, is the salesman responsible for placing the order and giving it to the IS department? What does that look like in a formal process? Um, that way, when we're, put, we're uh, putting together call to actions, um, for some of these um, services, I know who, who to direct that person to. So I'm not just saying, you know, contact us. I'm saying contact Roger at Greeley. Um, he's going to be the one that's going to help you sign up for this. Solutions. Um, so those are pretty simple. You guys probably have all of those pretty well defined. But the delivery aspect of this is really, really key. So this is where um, we sat down. This was like a half-day process <laughs> of just sitting down and defining the steps of each service. So saying um, for the variable rate options that we have available, that customer needs three things. They need a EMRTK mapping um, session. They need a soil uh, sample. 
and they need a consultation before we even get into the next part of the solution. So to me, um, that allows me to understand more clearly what I can bundle um, for a promotion. Uh, say we're trying to get people to sign up for EMRTK mapping in the spring, um, I know that variable rates, they're gonna care, care about variable rate options, and so we really have to push those two together in the spring. So it just gives me a better idea on um, how the whole system works. Like I said, we all have different communication needs, so if we lay it all out there on the table, it's, it's gonna get picked up by someone. And finally, pricing. Um, just having that in a set definition for everyone to see, um, even the sales department, um, to really just uh, fully grasp where the costs are coming from. All right, so this gets into that second, um, that uh, overview section. So now that we have everything laid out and we're looking at it from a holistic stand standpoint, what are you offering your customers? Are you offering them productivity? Are you offering them education, data-driven decisions? What is that value you're providing? What is that constant, um, what are the constant uh, values overall? Those are gonna be what we use to create your branding. Um, so we have four uh, silos essentially, and I've just put basic um, value steps above them, but we have defined them as ground, cultivate, grow, and yield. The ground are basic support applications that will get your customers started. So these are things like soil mapping, JD Link, AMS products, very simple things. Now we do an a la carte kind of um, menu, so this might not apply totally to some of your bundled packages, um, but the branding aspect and defining what those values are of your bundles are still, is still pretty important. Um, the Cultivate section is the tools that allow your customers to gather data. Pretty simple. Uh, and then uh, the Grow section is all about training and learning more about those products and how to use them. Value step four for us is yield. And so that's your macro outlook of what you are doing on your total operation, those tools and resources you use to look at that. So the reason we've done this is to really establish a consistent message. So when I go out with a, with a marketing presence, I have a message to go behind. I have a, something to um, establish a consistent presence in the market, uh, whether or not soil mapping is there next year. So these can actually change from year to year or month to month, the services within each of these value silos which is great because now we have the ability to establish that consistency, but provide our customers unique opportunities within the market each quarter. Um, the other thing you'll notice is that JD Link, for example, is in there a couple times. It's because we can use JD Link in several different ways, and it is based on that value silo or how you use that, um, that application that it applies to. All right, and the final thing that helps us kind of keep on the, the cutting edge of technology and communicating all the changes is a sales bulletin. So like I mentioned before, Deer always puts out these great sales bulletins and we're supposed to act on them. So Chase and I have come to the agreement <laughs> that he will answer these three questions for me um, when he sends the bulletin. He's gonna, add, he's gonna tell me what is the update in like a sentence. It doesn't have to be pretty or anything, just very simple. Why does the customer care? and then the call to action. What does he want them to do from it? 
Does he want them to go to our website and fill out a uh, form for us to track? Does he want them to literally call in and schedule for an appointment? He really need to, needs to define what he wants out of that, that announcement. We'll get right back to Hannah's discussion, but I did want to take a moment and again thank our sponsor, Farmer's Edge, for making this program possible. Farmer's Edge is proud to partner with dealers across the United States to unlock exceptional opportunities for their farm customers. Through innovative technology and field-centric tools, their whole farm smart solution will strengthen your platform and enhance your customer relations. Grow the opportunities for your customers and become a representative for Farmer's Edge today. Visit them at FarmersEdgeUSA.com slash become a representative or call them at 952-582-1398. Reflecting on Hannah's comments so far, she talked about creating a chain of responsibility prior to implementing a precision marketing plan having specific contacts in each department and knowing where to direct customers is critical to avoiding confusion. Before creating the sales manual, Long noted that their integrated solutions manager, Chase Crouch, would forward sales bulletins from their OEM onto her and it wasn't always clear what aspects were most important. Having a call to action is an important step Hannah helped implement to decide and meet with Chase regularly to define a precision sales strategy and deliver a consistent marketing message to customers. Let's get back to the program now and hear more from Hannah Long on the value of a balanced push and pull marketing initiative. Now that we got the boring stuff out of the way, now onto the fun stuff. So, um, you know, we don't just create things out of thin air in advertising. We really try to have a strategy behind it. And that's why that whole setup of a sales manual and communicating some value statements and creating a brand, um, it allows us to do more than just, you know, announce that we have a new product out. So we have, a couple, we have two different um, ways to do this. Um, we have push campaigns. So I, I think of these as aggressive call to actions. So... These are going to be something that you see, um, you know, your, your clinic offers, your um, very timely offers, uh, but ways that you can reach people. Facebook promoted posts are a great way. Um, you can actually get your customer email lists and put them into Facebook and go creepily find them on Facebook, which is awesome because they don't know that. Um, <laughs> display and retargeting campaigns. So you can retarget customers that have come to your used equipment section of your, your pages or your AMS page or your, um, for us it would be our large ag section of our business on our website and then we can uh, retarget customers that way. Email blasts, I'm not a fan of, but I know a lot of dealers have success of that. So that's another great way to um, do a push campaign. Traditional direct mail, sales flyers, um, point of purchase materials, those are pretty standard things that we would do with a push campaign. Some keys that I would, I would just put out there. Um, I personally, with anything that I put out, I direct people to a landing page. Um, it's not that I don't trust salespeople, but 
Um, you know, it's always nice to see some tangibles on those fill forms, um, seeing people actually come into your website, even just as a click-through, um, and then see what our conversion rate on that page is. It's pretty great either um, through a direct mail piece or any type of campaign you're doing. Um, limited time campaign, so making sure that you have some sense of urgency there. Um, I wanted to share with you guys, and maybe this is a bad idea, but um, target marketing. We use, uh, I know we had mentioned UCC filings earlier. Um, we actually use uh, rent our lists from a, com a data company, um, and we target with USDA records. So we actually can um, file down by uh, plantable acres, the, what type of plantable acres. And the reason we use this company is um, simply for the use of clean data. How many times do you guys go into JDAIM or find those UCC filings and try to do a mailer and you get like a thousand mailers back in the mail? It's probably because it's not clean data. It's not run through NCOA and it's, it's not CAS certified. So we get clean data with these rented lists and they, they really help us. Um, behavioral uses, so like if you're on um, using Google, this is a great way to um, maybe target people that are visiting Tractor House or a competitor or, you know, whatever they're looking at that might be relevant to your product. Um, and then, of course, utilizing word of mouth. That's probably one of the biggest things in our dealerships. So if we can get a clear, simple message out to our sales staff and our service staff, that's going to be a huge opportunity for us as well. So here's an example of a push campaign. Um, these are, um, this was the questions that Chase filled out for me. Um, so it was the 100 day no payment, no interest on AMS equipment. What do we get out of that? Or what does a customer get out of that? They can update their Starfire um, with this special offer. And then the call to action is to call now on the IS hotline. So that's what that little button down at the bottom of that Facebook post says. Okay, just real quick, pull, pull, this is where the millennial question comes in. I know, I hate those guys too, they're the worst. Um, but uh, this is where we have content available for people to research. And it's not just about having content out there for people to find, but it's also about um, pushing people to that content. So we need to have, we need to provide brand awareness to our own solutions. Um, so there are some options for you guys for digital and traditional as well. Um, some keys on this is having information pages for your topics. So actually having, having it written out. Some of your videos are awesome. Um, if you add a blog to those, Google will actually be able to read those then. Um, a lot of times we think we have the content out there on a video, but it doesn't necessarily mean um, Google sees that um, with all the great keywords that you guys are using in that content. And then here's an, a quick example of one of our retargeting campaigns. Um, you'll see that we use our brand association, the Fro Focus with Four Rivers. We have Ground, Cultivate, Grow, and Yield with a highlight on ground. Um, and then we have a tagline of uh, Learn Your Soil, Know Your Field. Uh, and our call to action is just learn more, very passive. Um, our landing page is all about EMRTK mapping and the steps that we would take for that. And then finally, we, the, the call to action on that page would be to fill out a mapping request form. Thank you, Hannah, for sharing your experience and insight on building a productive and profitable marketing strategy. 
One of the takeaways for me from today's program is the importance of maintaining a consistent message when marketing precision farming services. And explain that Four Rivers developed four branding silos, ground, cultivate, grow, and yield, to provide a step-by-step -step roadmap to clearly define value points for customers. While services in each of those silos changes, the consistency of the message conveyed to farmers doesn't, meaning Hannah and the dealership's employees are able to easily communicate the marketing message. Those listeners who would like to see more of Hannah's presentation mentioned during the program, please visit www.precisionfarmingdealer.com. And I certainly look forward to your feedback on today's program. So feel free to drop me an email at jzemlicka at lessetermedia.com or give me a call at 262-777-2441. I'd like to again recognize and thank our sponsor, Farmer's Edge, for helping make this Precision Farming Dealer podcast series possible. And if you haven't done so already, you can subscribe to this series on iTunes or the Google Play Store to get an alert when future episodes are released. And another reminder to mark your calendar for the upcoming Dealership Minds Summit on August 1st and 2nd in Omaha. The theme of this dealer-only event is Roadmap to Mastering Equipment Remarketing and will feature a mix of general sessions, panel presentations, and roundtable discussions. Space is limited and you can visit www.dealershipmindsummit.com to view the newly released full agenda of speakers and topics. And you can also keep up on the latest precision farming news impacting your dealership by registering online for our free e-newsletter. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at PFD Editors and on our Precision Farming Dealer Facebook page. Well, I hope that you'll join us again on May 24th for the next episode in our 2017 podcast series. And be sure to continue looking for coverage of our Precision Farming Dealer Summit event throughout the rest of the year. For Hannah Long, Farmer's Edge, and our entire staff here with Precision Farming Dealer, I'm Jack Zemlicka. Thanks for listening.